Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by Missoula Mavericks head coach, Brent Hathaway. How are you doing today, coach? Doing great, Mitch. Doing great. Great. So I want to start this out by asking, you know, a little bit about your background with the sport of baseball. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I was a high school player in northern Idaho, played collegiately um, at Idaho and then at uh, UTEP in, uh, down in Texas. Um, started coaching uh, early on and, uh, you know, have been at it for quite a while now. This is uh, going on my 40th year. And uh, most of it has been spent with uh, with the Legion baseball programs. Wow. So what brought you up to Montana then? Um, you know, originally from the panhandle of Idaho, I love the Northwest and uh, the things that it has to offer as far as, uh, you know, hunting, fishing, outdoor stuff. Um, you know, and so that was basically what uh, got me back to this area and, and uh, looking for a baseball program to, to be involved with as well. Definitely. And Missoula is beautiful. I mean, it's by far, I think, the prettiest part of the state. Uh, we enjoy it here. Yeah, for sure. So what initially got you to want to go into coaching? Well, you know, when I when I got done playing, um, I was actually studying uh, to be a civil engineer. I'd completed my junior year in civil engineering and, uh, um, you know, the baseball was over and and uh, I came to the realization that, uh, you know, I really didn't want to be an engineer. I wanted to get back into the sport sports scene and be around the kids and work with them and I switched majors and went to education and got my teaching degree and started looking for uh, baseball positions. Oh, awesome. And so then is Missoula your one and only spot that you've coached or have you coached other places as well? No, I, I started, uh, you know, I started in Idaho, uh, in, in Moscow, coaching for my, uh, my former high school coach there, uh, a little bit of Legion. Uh, I, I managed in the uh, Spokane Semi-Pro League up there when I was kind of a manager player. And uh, then my first teaching job was in uh, Fort Morgan, Colorado. And okay. I taught uh, I taught there and, and coached both high school uh, and Legion baseball in Colorado before coming up to Montana. Wow. So you mentioned that in Idaho, they have high school baseball, which we obviously don't have here. How different is that to have high school baseball for the kids than just having Legion? Well, I mean, it, you know, it splits things into, into two seasons and uh, you know, we are, we are unique in the state of Montana where uh, everything is under one umbrella, one coach, one continuous season. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have the, the startup and, and uh, the end and then starting up again and different coaches and, and things like that. So, um, you know, it, it is different. For sure. So with that, um, MHSA is looking at high school baseball. Do you think that's a possibility in Montana? You know, I, uh, I don't know what the vote's going to turn out to be. Uh, I've heard different, uh, I've heard different things. Um, some saying it's, it's going to pass. Some saying, you know, it's not a good idea. We just don't have the, the makeup for, uh, for having that. Um, mm -hmm. So at this point, you know, the vote's supposed to be this weekend. Um, right. and so we're, we're going to find out whether there is uh you know, that proposal passes or not. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of have mixed emotions on it too. I think it could work in like Missoula and Billings and the double a schools, but I don't know how it would work in smaller towns. Well, yeah. Um, 
smaller towns, uh, you know, it is an issue. I think that, uh, you know, just for a, a variety of reasons. And I think this applies to the larger schools as well is that, you know, first you start off with, uh, you know, just the, the early part of the season startup. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if it's, if it's like girls softball, you're looking at, um, you know, first practices or um, mid-March, mm -hmm. uh, you go for a couple of weeks and now you're going to try to start playing um, baseball, um, you know, the end of March, first part of April. Right. Uh, I think that unless you're in the banana belt of the state, which is, you know, Missoula, Hamilton, uh, right around here, uh, I can't imagine trying to play baseball in Butte at that time of the year. No. Uh, you no. know, Helena, uh, Great Falls, those areas, sometimes Billings uh, has some weather that is that is decent. But, you know, that part of it's is tough. Mm. Um, you know, just the uh, the facility issues that uh, that they're faced with. I mean, uh, there's not a ton of baseball fields around. No. And, uh, you know, so they they have to deal with that as well. Um, so. I think it's uh, I think it's an uphill climb. No, definitely. I, I kind of hope it passes because it'll get more kids playing, but I think it could be a problem too. But you know, I uh, you know, I, I, I've heard that as well, you know, the the idea of, of more kids playing. Um, you know, and coming from a legion legion standpoint, my opinion on that is that you know it, it might actually um, hurt Legion baseball. And in fact, I, I'm pretty sure it would. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, you would have kids that would go out for, for the spring baseball season and then opt not to play Legion baseball, um, take their summers. Um, you know, hey, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of pressure from football and basketball coaches that want to have these kids in their programs in the summer. And so this would, uh, this would fit, fit the bill for both. They could get their baseball fix in, in high school and then you know, do their, uh, do their other stuff in the summer. So um, I, I, for Legion wise, I don't see a lot of positives. No, that's actually a really good point. I never even thought of that for sure. Um, so you mentioned, you know, football and basketball, are you in favor of multi-sport athletes? Absolutely. We, uh, we push them hard here to, uh, to play the other sports. And, uh, you know, we, we believe that, you know, that multi-sport guy, when he's, when he's playing football, basketball, wrestling, whatever it might be, um, it just makes them a better baseball player, as does, you know, being a baseball player makes them um, better competitors in the other sports. For sure. Definitely. So your field there in Missoula is top notch. What does it mean to play at such a beautiful field as your home field? Well, I'll tell you, um, we, we take a tremendous amount of pride in, uh, in that facility and uh, we have, we have worked our tails off to get it to the point uh, of where it's at right now. Um, you know, we have a full-time field manager um, that spends an awful lot of time out there. Uh, Larry Shock, who does an awesome job. Um, you know, the, the maintenance and the care of the, of the infield, uh, the mounds and all of that is, is uh, handled by the players and coaches. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, so, a ton of work goes into, you know, having that field in the shape that it is. Oh, definitely. It's super pretty. I love the backdrop with the mountains and it's just oh, so low, gorgeous. Yeah. Lolo Peak is, uh, you know, when you're sitting there in late July and there's still snow on Lolo Peak, it's a pretty cool scene. Oh yeah. It's beautiful. So another thing that I 
want to know because going to your field, I see that you guys have a lot of community sponsors. So what does it mean to have such community support for your Legion baseball program? That's, well, you know, it's imperative that we have that support with, uh, you know, the, uh, the facility that we have and, and the support from the community. Um, we, we couldn't exist without it, you know, so um, we, uh, we reach out to the community for, for their help and their support. And, you know, as you can see, uh, the result is just a, an awesome, awesome facility. And, you know, we have, uh, we have three Legion teams here that, uh, that use that facility and it's, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's top notch. No, it definitely is. So you mentioned that you guys have three Legion teams and Missoula is ever growing. It feels like, um, do you ever see yourself, see the legion program going into two separate entities kind of like billings is you know um that possibility always exists down the road but um you know the way that the the legion rules are right now um you know to have a have a second legion program um or at least have to have a second Legion program. I mean, the number of kids in grades 10 through 12, I think is all the way up to around 6,500 um, students, which um, the combination of our three high schools, which are the three smallest double um, A schools in the state, um, I think we're around 3,000, um, if that. So we're, uh, we're a long ways away from of hitting that mark. I didn't realize that the three schools in Missoula were the three smallest double-A schools in the state. Yeah, that's, that's what I've been told. Wow. Hmm. Learn something new every day, right? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So your team last year really kind of had a hit first mentality. They were hitting early in the count. And um, does that mentality change every year from year to year, depending on who you have, or is that just kind of something you teach? your team every single year no it's it's our it's our philosophy as far as hitting we want them to be aggressive uh, early in the count especially on a you know if we're getting fastballs early in the count mm -hmm. um, if we're getting off speed breaking balls early in the count we'll we'll tend to to lay off of those but uh yeah we want them to uh we want them to go in ready to fire and if they get the pitch um have at it definitely so what is your outlook for this year's team, do you think? How do you think you'll be? You know, I think we're going to be. I think we're going to be solid. Uh, we return uh, a lot of arms, uh, which is the the main thing in this game. You gotta you gotta have pitching. Um, you know, and we're we're going to be a, a a pretty veteran club. Uh, a lot of older guys coming back, seniors. So um, we're really looking forward to you know getting this thing going. That's awesome. So if I remember correctly, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you guys had a lot of super seniors last year. What are your thoughts on the super senior program? Well, actually, um, last year, we didn't have we didn't have any. Oh, OK. It, uh, <laughs> it was Helena had a couple. Um, I know Billings you know, had a, the Royals had a couple. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Um, you know, we, we didn't have any of the super seniors or guys coming back. Uh, we have a couple that are, are eligible to come back this year. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but uh, you know, it's, uh, it's an opportunity for those kids to play, uh, continue to play. 
and and usually the case is is that spent you know three four years in your program already you're pretty attached to them mm -hmm. and so you know when they when they ask if they can come back after their freshman year in college um, at least they've always been supportive of uh, bringing those kids back and letting them finish out their eligibility oh definitely and actually here in billings it helped um jj jordal get a college scholarship his super senior year absolutely and he was he was quite a player <laughs> yeah he was um, yeah. You guys have had great players there, too, in Missoula, which is awesome. It's great to see the whole state be good. Yep. So um, the Billings teams have the built-in rivalry of the Scarlets and Royals. Who would you say is your main rival there in Missoula? Oh, boy, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I love competing with uh, I love competing with Adam uh, and the Scarlets. Um you know, that's a, that's a great, uh, that's a great rivalry that we have there. Uh, that's probably the, that's probably the biggest one that we, that we see. Yeah, no, for sure. You both have been at the heads of the Legion programs in your towns forever. Adam's been in the Scarlets for, I can't tell you how long. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you a, kind of an update on Adam. He was a senior in 93 when I took over the Legion program here at the double A level. Yeah. Um, so I actually coached when Adam was playing. Oh, there you go. Uh, so that dates me a little bit. That's all right. That's cool, though, too. So you have not only the rivalry of him with the coach now, but kind of as a player, too. That's really cool. Yep. Sweet. So, um, oh, what was I gonna say? <clears throat> excuse me. With the Canadian teams not being able to come up the last couple of years and hopefully maybe being able to come back this year, what does that add to the state double A? Because not a lot of Legion programs cross borders like we do. No, and the, and the you know having the Canadians in our in our uh, in our in our uh, league is is awesome. Um, I, I love having Lethbridge and Medicine Hat uh, compete with us. They're they're quality clubs. Um, you know they they add more competition to uh, to what we have here. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fingers crossed. I hope these guys can get across the border and get down here. We've made some adjustments schedule wise this year, uh, to get them back in. Um, you know, so let's just hope we can get those guys down here again this year. For sure. I know the Royals had a trip planned up there last summer and then it got canceled last minute, but I was really hoping we were going to go play them because I've heard they're really good. They are good. They're, they're fun to play. Yeah, for sure. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, what do you see as success for a coaching for a year? Is it wins? Is it just good team chemistry? What do you see as success for a successful year? Successful year? Um, you know, it's not, it's not always based off of, of wins and losses. Um, you know, it, it depends on the talent that you have, but, you know, I, I just think with our guys that if we, uh, you know, if we go out and we we practice and we give it our best in practice and, and we continue to, to take that into ball games, um, you know, with the with the uh, the energy and the, and just the, the focus of, of trying to play the game the best that you can uh, wins and losses take care of themselves. And, uh, you know, that's that's what we work for here. Definitely. So I don't know about the Mavericks, but the Royals have had a bunch of catchers that also pitch. 
So how do you manage if you do have a catcher that also pitches so that they don't wear out their arm? Because obviously they're throwing it 90, 100 times when they're catching and then going out there and throwing too. Yeah, true. Um, you know, at, at least at least with us, I know that we try to stay away from having catchers and shortstops um, pitch. Um, not always the case because, you know, those two positions usually hold two of your better athletes. Mm -hmm. And so unless you're fortunate enough to have enough, you know, arms, sometimes you can't stay away from those two. But um, we really try to minimize um, our guys in those two positions uh, pitching because, as you said, they uh, they throw a bunch from those positions. And then when you put, you know, a pitch count on top of them, um, then you're looking at, you know, possible injury or tired arms or, you know, just not being able to play, um, those, those positions as well. Right. Um, so we, we try to, we try to stay away from that. For sure. So how do you guys as a program avoid arm injuries? I know you can't hundred percent, but you know, well, we're, we're extremely careful with them. I mean, as far as, you know, like right now we started, we started indoors this week. Um, we have a beautiful new facility here that uh, we're fortunate enough to, to have. And, and so we started this week and, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, you know, we'll play catch um, every other day for a month, um, just trying to get the arms in some type of shape. And, and then we'll start, um, we'll do, we'll have two bullpens a week, um, 25 to 30 pitches uh, at 70%. And we'll take that until, about three weeks before tryout start. And then, you know, we'll amp them up a little bit um, for tryouts. And then we get into, you know, we get into the season and they start getting into, you know, competition and, and they're going a hundred percent, but we limit their pitches. Um, you know, usually at the beginning of the year, it's three innings or 45 pitches. Mm -hmm. um, and we continue to stretch that out until the weather starts to get warm. Um, you know, and we've, we've been pretty successful in, in taking care of those arms. That's great. That's great. So how has COVID affected your guys' ability to play? Well, Montana has been, has been pretty unique in how it's handled it. You know, the first year, everybody else shut down and we actually had a season, um, pretty much in state, mm -hmm. you know, and they, they, they canceled the regionals and everything else. And, and we continued to play on. Um, you know, it's just tough and everybody's, everybody's frustrated and, and tired with it. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, un unfortunately it's, it's here. I don't see it going away. Um, mm -hmm. so, you know, be careful, um, follow the guidelines and, uh, you know, luckily we have an outdoor sport. Definitely. So what advice would you give to a 16, 17, 18 year old looking to get a baseball scholarship to play on at the next level? Well, you know, the, the, the biggest thing that we tell our guys is one, um, you know, you, you have to be in communication with the schools that you're interested in attending. Um, make sure that you've filled out all the, all the paperwork and, and uh, those types of things. And then the, the, the biggest thing is I tell them, Hey, you gotta, you have to make a physical appearance. I mean, uh, money in baseball is tight. Um, mm -hmm. you know, coaches are, are really leery about, uh, about spending money unless they're sure. And, you know, they want to put their own eyes on the kid. 
and uh, stand next to them and watch them throw a bullpen or swing a bat. And I mean, all the video and all of that is great, but uh, you know, if you can, if you can be there personally and work out, uh, meet the coach, uh, have them kind of identify what kind of individual you are. Uh, it really, really helps. Yeah. And then also another question I have is how much of a recruitment process is it like they already know what kind of a player you are, but they want to know what kind of a person you are more than even a player per se. Well, yeah. And I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's where coaches come in and, and coaches communicate, communicate quite a bit. It's a, it's a pretty small community, um, you know, and so I have coaches that will reach out to me and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they'll say, Hey, I know the kid can play, but, you know, we're looking for this type of individual with this type of character and does this kid have it? And, um, you know, we're, we're brutally honest with, uh, with what we tell college coaches. So they come back and get our opinion a second and third time. So, um, you know, there's just that communication between a Legion coach and, and a college coach. No, definitely. So definitely for players, they need to be aware of what they kind of are too. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. Definitely. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for your time, Coach Hathaway, and have a great rest of your day. You too, Mitch. Thanks. Yep. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.